What is up, everyone? And we are recording. So this is, uh, I got to be honest, this is a second take because I thought that this was episode number two of the podcast. And indeed, it is absolutely episode number three. So thank you to my beautiful assistant over here, if you can see her in the video. Um, She's very pregnant right now, so she might... uh, bark my head off a little bit. I don't know. That's what she's been doing a little bit, but thank okay. you for episode number three. That's where we're at. But welcome back to conversations, late night conversations without kids. Yep. So we'll recover everything from lifestyle, health, and fitness, and just the tough shit that most people don't want to talk about um, because me and Brittany do it on a consistent basis. And this is what we do uh, late at night. Obviously you can see it's not late at night right now. So we're taking advantage of a nap time session. <laughs> Still without <laughs> kids. Maybe so either way, it's without kids because no holds bars. This, is, this yeah. is what goes on in our house. And today the topic that we're going to cover is how consistent do you need to be if you want to see weight loss results or any type of physical results? Yeah. So a big reason why we want to cover this is um, mainly because we constantly see it all the time, kind of out in the wild. It's like a random question we always get just talking to people randomly, friends, family, whatever. But it's a very huge topic amongst the clients and something that we have to kind of pre-frame and let people know ahead of mm-hmm. time because most people have unrealistic expectations, yeah, right? Because sure. when you look on, you know, Instagram or social media, uh, just the internet and, uh, and in general, um, most of them are, go through like an unrealistic lens to where you, you think that it's very plausible or possible to kind of, you know, strip 20 pounds off in a matter of just like, you know, 30 days. And that could, that could be possible, but it's not the healthiest thing to do. And it's definitely something that we wouldn't recommend. So that's kind of what we want to just talk about, uh, you know, how we pre-frame things and kind of like how we discuss things and how consistent should you be to kind of get really good results uh, over time. Yeah. So basically where this came from too, is I was listening to another podcast um, and they kind of had a similar question. um, And I really liked obviously how they I guess, put it back on the individual. So when you're wanting to understand of like, how consistent do I need to be? You know, you could be like, okay, well, if I'm consistent Monday through Friday, can I take Saturday off? Or, you know, in the world of dieting, there's cheat days and just so much different terminology that has convinced people that you can kind of do whatever you want, at least one to two days a week, and you're going to be just fine. And so, you know, like he said, even with a few clients that we've worked with, um, you know, they're like, Hey, like I'm doing really awesome during the week, but on the weekends, I'm not, you know, as consistent, but my weight's not going down. Mm -hmm. And so when we go back to look at everything, it's very clear why they're not losing weight. And nine times out of 10, it's because they're overeating on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And so what we want you to think about is if you have that question of like, how consistent do I need to be? Or if you're someone that's like, I really want to lose weight, but I don't want to track my calories or I don't want to track my macros or I don't even want to track what I'm putting in my mouth. You have to ask yourself how bad you want the result, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the biggest thing is so many people want the result without putting in the work. And the way that when I was listening to this other podcast, it was perfect how they said it was, if you just take two days off every single week for a year, that's 28% of the week that you're basically taking off to where you're not accounting for what's going in your mouth. You're not following Mm -hmm. anything strictly, but that's also 104 days per year. And so in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't seem like a big thing. Two days a week. It's like, Oh, it's Saturday and Sunday. Like I had a hard week at work. Like I bust my ass during the week. It's perfectly fine. But 104 days to me, that's just, a whole different ball game. You know what I mean? Like we're looking at two days versus 104 days. And a lot of people, especially if 
they're overweight or, you know, they're Mm. unhealthy and things like that. It's more than two days a week. You know what I'm saying? Because a snack here, you know, a dinner here, the, a weekend here, like it all adds up. Right. And so to me, when you hit with the 104 days a year, that's like, holy shit. Like that's, that's a big number. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we only have 365 days a year. (laughs) Yeah. So when, when you say like, when you say that, um, it's kind of like, you know, everyone knows like compound interest. If you think about like Dave Ramsey or something like that, that talks mm-hmm. about like saving money and stuff like yeah. that. Um, I know, and Brittany has a perfect way to kind of frame this and how she discusses it with her clients and people that we talk to too. Mm-hmm. That when you think about 104 days, like during the week, since it's such like a small picture during the week, you're kind of like two days is no big deal, right? Yeah. I, I did five days of the week. That's awesome. That's a big win. Two days is no big deal. But then when you compound that over time, a year's time, uh, extrapolate that to, like I said, 365 days later, it's like, okay, two, two days every single week for the next 52 weeks equals 104 days. And it's like, holy shit, like 104 days, I was completely off, off, you know, topic or, you know, off my numbers, off my goals. I completely fooled around, whatever that is, 104 days where you felt like you didn't live up to par, basically that can really add up. And then when you magnify that, you say, okay, what happened during those 104 days? You know what I mean? Like, how bad was it? Yeah. Or did I just like have some like nibbles and snacks basically like off, off track a little bit? Or did I actually like go ham? Was I like going out and partying? Was I going to like the bars and stuff like that? Because that's absolutely true. I want to tell you. Were you a pizza and talk about 2 a.m. by yourself? But totally. What we used to do all the time. Believe me, it's super normal. But uh, what I want to mm-hmm. tell you right now, uh, because I see like a lot of, a lot of shit out there that <clears throat> people say, oh, it's no big deal. You know, one or two days is just going to be like water weight. Uh, it can't take you off your diet. That's completely like bullshit. Like if you overeat, you eat like a lot of carbs. There's a whole bunch of different things at night. We could do another podcast about it. Um, you know, water weight fluctuations overnight. You could absolutely gain, you know, water weight. But if you go and blow through 5,000 calories because you had like a late night binger at Waterburger, oh my gosh. <laughs> if you do, right you know, now. you get like the large, the large. Uh, Whataburger, man. It's just a Whataburger. Like, there's not like a. You get like a, you know, double or triple Waterburger with a uh, large right. fry, and then you get the spicy ketchup, and then you and get then the, the extra large. Oh my gosh. And then you the get the ice, ice cream, which I used to do. I'd get a milkshake too, because why not? Fuck it. You can tell that and we're missing Texas. <laughs> And then if you do something like that, and then you've, you've had a normal day of eating too, while also having drinks, which is a lot of what people do, the drinks already put you way over. Mm-hmm. And then you go have a binge at night, you're well 4,000, I mean, it could easily be four, 5,000 calories yeah. over and you have no clue. You don't think there's any way that you eat that yeah. much food. It's very easy. Believe me, when you're not like coherent and really yeah, thinking like about consciously it. Tracking everything. So if you are doing that, that's why I said, if you are already doing 104 days and half of those days, you're completely derailing yourself. Yeah. Like you'll never make progress. Sorry. Like mm-hmm. ever. It's not going to happen. Okay. It's very easy to really derail yourself. That's not yeah. going to be water weight. That's going to be, you know, you could easily, fat. you could easily gain a pound or two of fat. Yeah, it's all sure. about calories. Right. And that's the biggest thing too. So in a lot of diet programs out there, this is the problem with them though. Cause there was another one that, you know, Keith and I were talking about the other day because they allow you to have a cheat day. And it's actually, we were, we're talking with some friends. They're like, oh, we, we tried that or whatever. And we we're like, then tell us about it because like, we can't find out a lot about it online. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, but you get a cheat day. You can eat whatever you want that day. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And they still saw results, but they were in such a drastic deficit, like under a thousand calories a day. So 
one day wasn't derailing them that much because mm. they were being underfed drastically. That's the problem. And especially when people come into a good nutrition program, not just ours, there's other good ones out there yeah. too. They're going to put you in a deficit, but not so much to one where you're starving yourself throughout the week to where you feel like you have to go and have, you know, a huge cheat day on Saturday mm -hmm. just to make up for everything that you oh. missed out on. Um, but also like they're putting you to where it's going to be sustainable over time. So, you know, Monday through Sunday, you can eat consistently instead of feeling like you have to deprive yourself all week long. And then, you know, come the week and you're just like, damn it, give me the chocolate milkshake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can have whatever you want when you're working with us every but we teach you how to fit it in. And that's the problem is people fit everything in throughout the week and then they meet their numbers and they're great. But then that one meal out with like dinner and drinks with friends, like that one meal, you know, if you're used to eating 500 calories for dinner, but that one meal is 1200 calories because of all the extra, you know, fat and greens mm -hmm. and whatever else you eat, even if you're eating out, even if you're like consciously tracking, there's going to be a lot more calories in it than if you were eating at home. And then, like you said, you add drinks on top of that, whether it's alcoholic drinks or just even like a pop, that's 250 calories mm -hmm. right there. It adds up. And that's kind of where we're at is when we're having conversations with people, it's like, okay, but do you really expect to see results if you're not tracking everything? And you shouldn't have to track forever. You should, at some point you can intuitively, like me and Keith, not every single thing we do, do we track every single you know ounce and gram and calorie, but we know how much we're supposed to eat every single day. Like we have a good general idea. Mm -hmm. So even when we go out, we're like, <clears throat> hey, this is the best choice for us for this meal. And we're pros at it now to where we can do that confidently. But in the beginning of stuff, you're probably not going to be that confident. Or if you are confident, um, you know, some people think that they're confident in it when yeah. they're really not because they don't have the education around it because so, it does take time. So the problem is I want, I want to interject right now. And what she said is absolutely, it, it, it's absolutely perfect. But to get to the point to where, I especially am, and, and Brittany is right now, I track for years. Yeah, like I, I still track, track most mm -hmm. of my food because to me, yeah. it's very simple. It, it doesn't bother me. I'd rather get the goals that I want yeah. and leave very little margin for error. So if you want very little margin for error, you should track your food. Mm -hmm. Just stop being a lazy asshole yeah. about it, to be yeah. honest, because it takes just a couple minutes. Like it's it really not hard. hard. It's not challenging, but what she just said is it was earned. Mm -hmm. I did it for years. <laughs> I did it for years and I learned how to do it appropriately and correctly in a way that didn't bother me. Right. So, and what, what she was kind of referring to too, is most people think that they know food. They don't because yeah. they won't have the problem. You would not, if you're listening to this right now and you're overweight, you, you know, you have 30, 40, 50 pounds to lose or something even like 20, that. 15 to 20 even pounds 20 pounds. Yeah. You know that you have some yeah. stuff to lose. You yeah. want to feel better in your clothes. You want to feel more confident, things like that. And you think that you know food, you don't because you haven't reached your goal yet. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love you. Thank you so much for listening to this, but I'm going to give you the hard <laughs> truth because that's what you need to hear. If you still have 20 or 30 pounds to lose or something like that, and you know that you can look better and do better, and you think that you know food, I'm just sorry that you don't. And you need to get some education around it. And the only way to get education is to expose yourself to it. And the main thing that I tell our clients is even if they're not tracking in the very beginning through like 
MyFitnessPal or like an app, you think that's too tedious, that's fine. A very simple prerequisite that I, that I have everyone at least do is you need to start reading nutrition labels and you need to at least start logging food that you have. Keep some sort of food journal just so you get repetition in your mind. You don't get better at anything unless you have repetition. Yeah. No one is an, an overnight success in any form, any matter. It doesn't matter if it's business. It doesn't matter if it's parenting. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, health or fitness. You don't get better unless you do things consistently. And you, you know, then you get better at it over time. It's the same thing with food. You have to have more exposure. If you just eat food, you have no clue what the hell's in it, then you're never going to learn. But when you start eating certain foods and you look at nutrition labels, you write it down. Hey, I had pork today, which by the way, like, you know, a month and a half ago, we had a conversation with someone who was like, holy shit, I didn't know there's so much fat in, uh, in sausage. And we're like, (laughs) that's why you look at things. You start raising an awareness. It's a good thing. Right. That's how you get to food freedom over time. So, um, and that's how we <laughs> kind of getting off topic, uh, getting off topic a little bit here. But the main thing is part of being consistent is absolutely understanding, you know, where you're at with your food. You got to understand what's going in your mouth and you have to understand what is involved in all the food too. Okay. And that's going to allow you to be very consistent over time because then you can go out and you can have fun with your friends and stuff like that. And you can still stay on track without doing all these different things. You don't have to feel like you have to log every little, you know, calorie or food or bite that goes in your mouth because like Brittany said earlier is you can kind of just eyeball things we know what works for us mm-hmm. right that, that allows us to be consistent we can go into a restaurant sit down and say hey I already had this this and this based on my memory earlier I know where I'm kind of at I'm in the ballpark yeah. and I kind of know how to fill out my meals and my plate right mm-hmm. and it makes life a lot less <laughs> stressful it makes it easy right well and the problem that I find too is a lot of people in the beginning they're like well this is really stressful Okay. And and that's the thing. And here's the thing. Every new thing that you're going to try in your life is probably going to be stressful. You just don't walk into a brand new job and expect to like run the show. You know, like even when Keith and I were in corporate, we both had jobs where you walked in and they're like, all right, have fun, like figure it out. And we had to figure it out. We Mm -hmm. couldn't just be like, oh, you know what? You're not going to teach me everything. This is really hard by like, no, like we wanted to keep our jobs. Right. And so that's the thing we had to figure it out, but that's the thing, especially with, you know, working with someone and hiring a coach to where they can help show you to take off some of that stress. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I actually got a text message over the weekend with someone that we're working with. And she was like, I'm not going to lie. Like I'm feeling very overwhelmed with this because she's like, listen, like I want to track my macros. I want to weigh my food. So I absolutely know how much I'm eating because she has some good goals that she wants and she's really serious about it. And every single time I get a message like that, I instantly, I guess, tense up because I'm just like, they're going to be like, this isn't working for me. And oh my gosh, like I want to quit. And then like, which is super normal, which is super normal. But she was like, I'm feeling very overwhelmed, but my boyfriend's going to help me. And I'm just like, so committed to learning. And I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) I wish we could get everyone to react like this (laughs) because it is hard. It's not going to be something where every single day it's like a breeze, like you pick it up and it's cool. But after time, you have to practice it. And after like a week or two, you should be good to go with understanding how to like weigh your food and how to track it and everything mm-hmm. like that. If you're, you know, obviously working with someone good, that's teaching you those things. Um, but that's the thing is every new thing that you're going to do in the beginning is going to be challenging, but mm-hmm. it all comes back to the main purpose of how bad do you want it? Because I was on the mm-hmm. phone with somebody else earlier and she was like, I'm not seeing the results that I want. And I've said, okay, you haven't logged food like at all. Like, I don't even know what you're eating. I said, I know you're traveling. Like, what are you eating? 
what are your meals consisting of? Mm -hmm. And she just kind of like laughed and she was like, well, she was like, I eat a really good breakfast and I eat eggs and a bagel. And I forget what else she said. And then she said, for lunch, we typically eat out. And then for dinner, you know, that's where I feel like I get into trouble because we eat out and then we order an appetizer and then we get some drinks and all of this. And I said, okay. I said, so really you don't have a reason to complain about not seeing results because <laughs> if you're not willing to track your food or at least even try to learn how to understand how much you're supposed to be eating in a day, how to make it work and things like that, then what do you really expect? And I laid it out for kind of like finances and she lives out in California. So I know she's paying shit ton for food and (laughs) rent and everything else like you know it's not cheap it's not like in Ohio you know what I mean like totally different (laughs) cost of living and I said do you track your like do you track your money like do you have a budget and she's like oh yeah absolutely and I said so you don't get to the end of the month and be like oh my gosh like I spent all this money I can't believe how am I gonna do this like (laughs) right I'm done on my credit cards she's like no like I track everything I was like Okay. So if you're like good financially and you're tracking that, that's important to you. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, you're not tracking your food because it's not important to you. And she just like, didn't know what to say. And I was like, that's what it comes down to. Like, I'm not being mean about it. I'm being realistic about it because you can want all the results in the world, but if you're not doing Mm -hmm. the things that you need to do that, you know, that you need to do in order to get results, what do you expect? Yeah. You know? And she's like, well, what if I get on the treadmill for an extra half hour every single day? I'm like, so you would rather spend 30 minutes on a treadmill walking or even longer. So you don't have to track your food, which takes maybe, maybe 10 minutes at the most in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you're not going to burn enough calories on that treadmill to make up for Mm -hmm. all of the shitty food that you're eating. And she was like, Okay. And she didn't know what to say because I was like, I'm not trying to like be confrontational about it, but I'm just really realistically trying to tell you, like, like you don't really want it bad enough. Like you want to do the workouts and that's fine if you love to move your body, but you're going to have to move and like have like 30,000 steps a day at least. And Mm -hmm. then like a two hour hard workout, which the workouts that, you know, she's doing, like she's not pushing herself to the most that she could. And, you know, we've talked about that too. Um, you know, it's kind of more like beginner intermediate, I guess, like effort. And so like, that's the type of thing that people really need to understand is one, how much effort are you putting into Mm -hmm. what you want to do? Because you don't, you don't put away $10, you know, at the end of the week after you get your paycheck and expect to be a millionaire come Monday morning, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean? So it's like compound interest over time of that too, in the fact of you have to keep putting in the effort if you want that results over time. Yeah. Was that too long? Well, I mean, it's just, <laughs> what, it, you know, I have mind, to get out all my breath my mind when is like, I can because this baby is like pushing on my me. mind is like <laughs> my mind's like racing in a lot of a lot of different ways. I'm like trying to cover because I know that we're talking about a lot of really great stuff. Um, I'm trying to I want to lean back and stay kind of more yeah, on, on the topic of consistency. Yeah. Um, but the, but the fact of the matter is like let me put on a bow kind of what she was talking about. The fact of the matter is if you are if you join a program or you're working with someone and you kind of like fight them tooth and nail every step of the way, and then you complain about your, about your progress, Mm -hmm. you're not committed and you don't want the result yet. That's true. That's the truth. And that's okay. If you're not ready, that's okay. But don't, don't fucking cheat yourself. And don't blame other people. Don't cheat yourself. Just, just stop because clearly you're not at that point. I'll, I'll tell you every single person, no matter what has to, they have to, 
get across a bridge per se. You have to get from one bridge, like one side of the bridge to the other, to where where you're at is so painful that you just will not do it anymore, that you actually sprint over and you're like, I'm ready, I'm ready to attack this head on and I'm ready to do whatever it takes to kind of solve my problem. That's at that point that where you have like this epiphany moment that you're like, holy shit, that I, like I had when I was in school and I was like, holy sh you know what I mean? I'm, I'm damn near 300 pounds. Like I have man boobs. Like when I, when I you know, uh, mm -hmm. when I go to swimming pools, like I usually, I have my shirt on half the time because I'm embarrassed as hell. My love handles are huge. You know what I mean? Like I was super overweight and unhappy and it built up all throughout college because I just put on bad weight, bad weight, bad weight. All they did was tell me to Eat just more. keep eating more. Yeah. And it fucking made me really depressed. I'm being really honest. Mm -hmm. So, and that it built up so much over the years I was playing football at the very end. I told Brittany in my last, my senior year, I was like, I know, I hope you know, as soon as this is over, all this shit's coming off and no one believed me. Yeah. I no one believed hey, me, I, except for <laughs> except for maybe Brittany. I don't think that she really believed me though. No, I did. But I knew in my heart that I was getting because I was I was miserable. I was yeah. miserable getting in bed. I was miserable getting out of bed. I was miserable barely fitting in the, you know what I mean? Like the single bed that we had in college, you know what I mean? Oh like gosh. it like so it was too, it was so embarrassing to me and it was yeah. just way too much. Okay. So if you're not at that point yet, that's okay. But you have to get you have to get to a point that it hurts enough that when you get into something you're like come hell or high water i'm going to figure it out and most of the time i'll be honest with you if you want the results like i said and you want to do everything to figure out how to get the results as fast as possible to relieve your pain then fucking just track your food like <laughs> just track your food it takes less than a week and it takes less than five minutes a day it's super easy and it'll make your life so much easier and i can't tell you how long how many people you know, we've went back and forth with for months over the years that are just like, I'm not making progress. Like, or, or they're like how consistent are you with doing the things that we say? So let me wrap this up yeah. real quick. Don't, don't interrupt me. Yet. I'm kind of on a roll. I'll, one last thing, and I'll, I'll tell you guys too. And I love you. And I know that she's pregnant and I'll let her talk here in a second. <laughs> we stay a hot but, when we're but one, one thing that I, yeah, one thing that I really, really want to say here is if you buy into anything and you try and alter the method yep. you're fucking up you're fucking up what are you paying the person for do what they tell you to do until you at least get the result that you were promised and you're supposed to get and then you can try and alter i learned that from a mentor of mine follow the proven path until you get the results and then you can play around and figure out what the hell ever you want you don't just walk into mcdonald's and say hey i'm just gonna start throwing lettuce on this bitch like you freaking you you don't just start like putting a whole bunch of you don't just walk in there and hey hey fry cook first day i got burgers don't worry and then you just start like throwing triple <laughs> cheese triple cheese on there and everything like no you don't do that you follow the pattern Hey, this is the, you know, the most successful burger in history. We sell billions of them. Just do this every single day. So I'm just, I'm, I'm giving you guys the exact roadmap because everyone screws this up every single day. I see it all the time. If you want results, follow the proven roadmap, get them first, and then you can play around and, and do whatever you need to do. But it all comes back to, like Brittany said, figuring out, you know, how to do things and then be consistent over time. That's how you're going to get results. But if you try and manipulate that, you know what I mean? Two days out of the week, you want to mess around and go have fun. You know that you, you know, you're off your diet or you're off your plan, whatever, that's fine. You can be flexible, but you can't go out and just blow through and just completely, you know, not care about anything expecting your results, yeah. which is the truth.
like you have to be, I mean, there has to be like some, some realistic expectation. For sure. And it actually comes back to the, what I was going to say is someone that we are working with a couple weeks ago, they're like, yeah, like I'm tracking during the week. And then if it's cool, I'm only going to track five days. And then because I have some other stuff going on during the weekend no. and we're like, that's fine. Like, because it is, it really is fine if you know that you're not going to probably make progress that week. And that's how we yeah, have Yeah, or you to, accept that you, if yeah, you don't make you progress, it. you accept yeah, it and say, hey, it. there's two days that I, you know, probably completely messed up. Yeah, that's fine. And even like I said, if it's one meal, like one meal mm. out and a couple of drinks, that can put you over. And I know a lot of people are like, yeah, but I like doing this. And, but here's the thing, it comes to a point, like he said, where you're ha- you have to be willing to sacrifice some stuff. Yeah. And a lot of people are not in that point to sacrifice things in order to get the results they want even if they're paying for it and that's the problem is because one some people that we know they don't tell anyone that they're working with a coach that in and of itself to me is a huge mistake but most of the time it's because they've tried another program and they failed at it and different things like that they're afraid they're afraid people are going to say you're just going to fail this too yeah which i understand or or they're like oh have you lost weight have you lost weight how's that going and stuff and i get that too but at the end of the day, you have to sit down and literally get real with yourself and be like, what changes am I willing and not willing to make in order to get the results that I want? And if you're not willing to give up the dinners out and the girls nights and the wine and the cheese plates and all Mm -hmm. that stuff, then honestly, you're not really ready to make a huge change. If you're just looking, Hey, like I want to just make better choices and I just want to like be healthier. You can absolutely do that. But Mm -hmm. 99% of the people that come to us, they want weight loss. It's all about weight loss. And so it's like, you can't get weight loss if you're screwing up consistently too. And so, you know, that was the biggest thing that, you know, worked for Keith and I, and obviously not everyone can move across the country, but (laughs) after, after school, we packed up literally two weeks after he graduated and we're like, we're out of here. Well, I said I was out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Peace out fuckers. (laughs) It's basically how it worked. I had friends who were like, Keith moved to Texas. What the hell? Why didn't he tell me? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was more me. I just was like, I'm leaving. You're coming. You're going. But we got out of our environment that was triggering to us. And Keith and I have had this conversation so many times that it it would have taken us so much longer to get to where we wanted to be in life. If we would have constantly had that pressure Mm -hmm. because we would have constantly either have had to like go and then be like, Oh my gosh, we like lost progress or two. We would have had to have constantly told people, Hey, you know, we're, we can't come out. We can't do this. We don't want to do this. It doesn't align with us. And then there's so many other questions with that. And so with that, it really just kind of comes out to a balance. We're not saying give mm-hmm. up your friends. We're not saying move across the country like we did, even though it was the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. You might want to give them up. So, <laughs> but, but it's really just picking and choosing kind of like with our kid, we pick and choose our battles, which there's been a lot of effing battles lately. Um, but we still have to pick and choose it. So, you know, not every girl's night, do you need to go, you know, not every single time people are drinking, do you, need to participate not every single time someone orders like a triple platter appetizer do you need to have every single piece of that you really have to pick and choose the foods that you eat the drinks that you drink the social outings that you go to and things like that to where you can just truly stick to what you say that you want deep down inside and if you find it super hard to stick to then you might just need to reevaluate your goals and reevaluate the amount of time that it's going to take you to get there and not expect the 20 pounds to come off in 30 days and think that some miracle is going to happen. Yeah, totally. So it's just, it's just sitting down and being 
honest. It's being objective about everything, yeah, like being very objective. realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we said, it, it just all comes back to if you're going to screw up and you're going to like play around, that's completely fine. Like if that's what you want to do, that's, that's cool. do whatever you want to do. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you. If, if you're doing that consistently, you're not ready. Like you're not ready to reach goals that you want. And you, it, it's better off, honestly, for like your mental sanity to kind of just take a step back and be like, Hey, I'm not ready to kind of attack this, this at, you know, this point in my life, maybe should, I should attack other things. Maybe I should work on, you know, my finances more. Maybe I should work on being a, a better, better mother or father, or maybe I should work on my friends, you know, rebuilding those or finding new friends or, you know, going out and exploring life. Like there's a whole lot of different things that if you can't commit, then just don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try and, you know, be so hard on yourself because it's just, everyone gets to a point where they're ready and sometimes they're not ready. There's been plenty of times in my life where I've done that and I pitter pattered around a lot. And I'm saying this, I'm, I know that I'm coming across harsh, but I'm doing this to save you time. Cause the number one thing that you can't get back is time in your life. And I can't tell you how many times I've either worked with people over the years where I've done it myself, where I've literally woke up a year later. I was like, Holy fucking shit. I still haven't like made progress yeah. because for the last year I've, I've been, you know, one foot in and one foot out, one foot in and one foot out one foot in one foot out. And that's really how, you know, <laughs> I've gotten to the point that I'm just like, I, I told Brittany yesterday, I'll, I'll tell you a perfect, a perfect example. I've been drinking like a lot of energy drinks lately. Like mm. I'm starting really acquiring the taste and I'm getting like addicted to them a little bit. I'll be real. So, cause I, you know, I work out a lot. I still have to exercise. So I got to take care of Declan. I got a pregnant wife and I need to help. You know what I mean? I'm running businesses. businesses <laughs> I got a couple businesses to run. Like I'm, I'm starting to get addicted yeah. to them. And, and Brittany was like, Hey, you know, let's take it back or let's, you know, do this or do this, or let's basically negotiate. And I told her, I said, no, I said, no, because I need to either be both feet in or both feet out. Yeah. Right. Because if I try and negotiate and shit, it always leaves wiggle room to where it'll creep back up mm-hmm. and I'm just not going to be satisfied either way. So the best thing to do is jump my ass out and say, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm going to take this serious. I'm going to, you know, get it out of my life and I'm going to find an alternative that kind of fits that need. So it's, it's the same and thing. And if you find, and, and if you see that the energy <laughs> drink market stock went down this month, you'll know why. Yeah. Take out stock and bang right now. Cause I'm not <laughs> buying them motherfuckers anymore. So <laughs> if you see that, that's, pull out pull out um but but, but for real like that's that's my that's my personality Mm -hmm. so um and and i think that works best for a lot of people like it's either you you set your goal and you're going to be really consistent you're going to be hard up about it because you know what you want to achieve or you're going to take like the flexible route but you have to understand that there's there's margin for error and you have to understand that if you do you know go blow a couple days a week don't expect to see the results that you want just just know hey you know what i'm working on my habits i'm getting somewhat healthier i'm making better choices overall maybe not focus on yeah maybe not focus on weight loss, but maybe just focus on just being healthier and making better choices when you can make better choices. And that's great. We're not like telling anyone don't be healthy, just like mm. eat like an asshole and be overweight. And that's, you know, that's it. That's not what we're saying. We're saying don't have unrealistic expectations and have these huge goals. If you're not both feet in, um, be willing to understand that it takes dedication. It takes a little bit of sacrifice. It takes, you know, moving things around Mm. to figure it out. And if you find that you're constantly going off, 
then maybe you just need to reevaluate your goals a little bit and have better expectations. If you want to lose 15 pounds and you're like, Hey, I need 15 pounds in eight weeks, but you go out, you know, two, three times a week, maybe be like, okay, maybe 15 pounds in six months. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe I can work towards that in six months. You know what I mean? Because it's a lot less week that you have to lose every single week. So it's really just having a clear expectation of where you want to be and how long it's going to take you based off of what you're willing and not willing to do. Yeah, perfect. And and also know too, you can go out and have, you know, a couple times a week, you can go out and have fun and do yeah, things sure. that you want to do and you introduce different foods. But it all goes back to that's, uh, that's why I love that we talked about like, at least for food journaling and like tracking, mm-hmm. because it all comes out to if you're in a calorie deficit or not, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're losing weight, you have to be in a deficit. That means that you're burning more energy, you know, throughout the week than you consume through food or alcohol or whatever you're putting in your mouth. So you can still go out two days out of the week and still be in a deficit. It might be a small deficit, but even if you do that enough over time to where you manage it enough and you say, Hey, I can budget for a few drinks and like a burger or some pizza and stuff like that and not go overboard. You could still lose weight. It might not be at the, you know, the rate of progress that you want week after week, because every time you do go out and you kind of, you know, eat offhand and you don't know what the hell you're consuming, which is going to be a lot more than what you think Mm -hmm. you are, it's going to slow you down. So uh, just, just be very realistic about it, right? Say, if you do want to go out a couple times a week, just say, Hey, uh, you know, I might not reach progress this week, or I might not make progress at all. Um, But just know in your mind and set those expectations for yourself and just say, Hey, is this worth it or not? If it is worth it, go out and have fun. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like go, go live your life, go do your thing. Don't worry about weight loss at all. Like do your thing. And then uh, next week, if you want to get back on it, go ahead and and get back on it. But um, I will tell you if you're, if you are someone that like I said in the beginning earlier, if you're across that bridge, like I was, and you're like, Hey, I need to lose 40 pounds. And you're someone that still, uh, wants to go out twice a week or three times a week or something. You're fooling yourself. Mm. You're not at the point. You're not at the point because once you do reach that, you'll do whatever you need to do. I didn't fuck around because I literally looked at it and I was like, I've been screwing around for like the last seven years. I don't need another day a week. Yeah. I just need to reach a goal that I want. That'll make me happy. And once you reach that point, it's, it's very freeing. So, um, and I know that probably what she's, what she's going to say, because Brittany's more of like the flexible. No, I was going to say, but but that's kind of how I am too. Like I, I, I am typically flexible and things like that, but I'll be completely honest. This pregnancy has been so hard on me. Like it has not been like my first pregnancy at all. And the number one thing that I'm so excited for is to just get this weight off. Like when I can, and I'm going to be all in to where I told Keith, I was like, I'm not going to blink because last time, trust me, like I do have the flexible approach. I like my cookies. I like, you know, different stuff. And And you can have, yeah, and you can have that, but I know how much I'm eating too. So I'm able to do that. But this next time I'm like, I don't even want any of that. Like I'm at the point where like, even at dinner, I'm like, I don't even want like carb heavy stuff anymore because I'm so uncomfortable right now to where I'm just like, I don't want to be uncomfortable anymore. Like, and I know I have a big baby (laughs) inside my belly and there's nothing I can do about that right now, but I'm so uncomfortable. I know I'm going to be uncomfortable when I just have like the weight left and like the baby is out, but I'm going to be so fucking committed to it because I'm just going to be like, Oh my gosh, I get this weight off me. I'll do whatever I have to do. And I'll be more strict with myself than I was the first time around because I don't want to mess around either. Mm -hmm. Like it took me what eight months last time. I'm like, "Mm -mm." like we're going to get it done a lot quicker because I'm not going to mess around anymore. And so like he said, you have to kind of cross that bridge of how much time are you willing to give yourself? Last time I was like, 
you know, it's my first kid. Like I'm soaking it all in. It's great. And like, I, you know, it was a great experience and everything. Um, and I just gave myself time, you know, but this time I'm like, no, like I'm not messing around. And so you just had kind of have to have that mental switch of like, how bad do you want it? You know what yeah. I mean? This time I want it so much more worse than I did last time, you know? Yeah. So, so I think that works for anyone, figure out what you want, figure out what you need to do to get there and don't let up until you do. Yeah, totally. So uh, I think that's a perfect wrap up. But like, like she said, really, how, how bad do you want? That's all it comes mm-hmm. down to. You can go, I know that I, I keep going back to it, but you can go out a couple times a week and, you know, as long as it's manageable, you can still make progress, but just don't, don't fool yourself. Don't go out a couple times a week and just eat like an asshole and do whatever you want and, and then get mad that you're not making progress. It's yeah. just, it's don't just need not, a tub of ice cream at 10 not, o'clock at night and then it's say, not why realistic. Still go up? Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't do good all throughout the day. And then yeah, overeat, overeat at night because you're just not gonna get the results that you want. And you're just, you're just fooling yourself. So we're really just saying this, um, you know, to, like I said, save you, save you time. If you're not at that point, um, that, that you're going to be, you know, both be, both feet in and both feet in means that you're either really strict like me or or you can take the more flexible approach like Brittany. But the main thing is you need to know where the hell you're at. You need to be consistent. You need to know you, you, you need, need to know your numbers. Eat. You need to know yeah. what you're consuming and stuff like that. And you that. need to be willing like, to learn. At least have at least have a baseline of yeah. trying to gain knowledge and repetition over time of understanding what food is all about, what goes into food and everything, because that is going to give you the freedom. If you don't have a clue, then odds are, statistically speaking, if you go look at all the research and everything too, odds are you going you're you are going to overeat. If you don't look, read nutrition labels, you don't know calories and stuff like that. And then you're that person that says, Hey, I understand food. I don't need to do that. And then you're not seeing progress. You don't understand food. So you need to back it up and you need to start reading nutrition labels, start logging your food and stuff like that. And then say, okay, I'm going to be consistent it, you know, day after day after day through this approach and really learning it. So then you can start budgeting those things and like going out with friends, you know, drinking at night, having ice cream and stuff like that. It's, it's very, very simple. Mm. Once you, once you know what you're doing, right. But don't fall into, don't fall into, you know, um, the self-sabotaging approach to where you go out once or twice or three times a week. And then you constantly blame yourself or blame others for not making progress. Right. Because in reality, that's just, that's just your fault. You're not consistent enough with the right approach. Awesome. Cool beans. All right. Well, we are going to wrap this one up. Um, as always, if you like the podcast or if you are watching the YouTube video, (laughs) we would appreciate if you commented and left a review for us as well, and then also shared it with somebody. So the biggest way to help us grow this and then also help people that you know is by you sharing it with someone so if you found value in this you enjoyed it you liked it please let us know how you felt about it and then also go and share it with you know some other parents or even just people who don't mind a little bit of cussing because we cuss a little bit yeah give them explicit (laughs) (laughs) sensitive content (laughs) so all right well that should be it for today anything else you're good we're good all right take care guys bye